0: Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> Welcome back to Hardly Minding My Business. I am your host, Dashing D. Happy New Year! Woo! <laughs> happy New Year. Uh I know it's late. Somebody wished me a happy new year last week and I was like, are we still doing that? Well, I'm still doing it because we are it is it is January 25th so you know um yeah let's just get into it the first two weeks of the year were delightful they were wonderful um I told y'all I was going on vacation so I wasn't sure if I was going to pod I did take my equipment with me um it just didn't work out that way which is fine um because we had anticipating anticipated that And then honestly, the second week of the year, I came back and I was just having a blast. I was enjoying having a break. Um, I was getting back into the swing of work, and which work is hectic, by the way. I finally felt today like I had everything under control. But last week, whoo, not only was I overwhelmed last week with just being inundated by everything going on at work. But also, I got sick, so I'm a little bit under the weather right now. If y'all can see, I am very much in my home attire. I have not, uh, there is no lipstick anywhere. There is barely any gel in my hair. I got this little pom-pom situation going on. Um, I have been in these clothes all day. I did not do any, anything special for the pod today. Like I would normally do, I would normally at least, you know, throw on something, maybe iron, whatever. I just, I'm not (laughs) feeling that great, but I wanted to make sure that there was a pod this month. Not only that, I did say that I would be back and, you know, and sometimes, I don't know about y'all, but well, Maybe not for this maybe not for something like a podcast, but maybe something different, you know when You're just ready to do something. You're ready to get going You're ready to make it happen Uh, That's kind of where I've been with the podcast. I'm like I am so ready to just Jump in and work on the podcast again. I took my little break at the beginning of the year. It was wonderful I went to DR. I had a great time Celebrated a friend's birthday. It was lovely um, I cannot complain. It was, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I'm trying to think of like highlights. Um, I would say the highlight, which maybe you've seen if you follow me on the socials was the phone party. I swore up and down I was not getting into the water because afraid of, you know, <laughs> disease and virus. And I didn't at first, but I was convinced. I was coaxed a little bit and a little peer-, peer pressured into getting into the water. And after a while I was just like, I have to let go and I have to you know, allow whatever is going to happen to happen. Um, so I got in the water and I had a good time and it was a lot of fun. I don't think I've ever done a phone party. I've definitely done like the pool parties at different resorts when I've gone away. But I think this was my first. This was my first pool foam party I did back in the day. <laughs> I did go to a foam party. or Was it a glow stick party? It was like a combination of the two. It was foam and glow at Senor Frogs. Was that Mexico? I don't remember. I just remember. I have this photo. I must have been. I don't know. This maybe was when uh, I turned 25, I think. I went to Mexico and we went to Senior Frogs. And all I have uh, from that day is they gave you out t-shirts, white t-shirts that says something on it. And I put uh, whatever the glow stuff is on this guy's hands and I told him to grab my breath. <laughs> so I have the t-shirt is somewhere with these handprints on my breast. That is the only time I have ever given a stranger free reign to just grab them. But anyway, uh, that was fun. <laughs> so nothing that crazy happened this time. It was very chill. It was very like, I be on might eat, pray, love vibes these days. I'm not really trying to like turn up too much. Like I'm trying to turn up, but I'm not trying to turn all the way up. I think the craziest thing that may have happened to me is there was a waiter who appeared to have a little crush on me, like started to twerk near me, uh, at dinner one night. I was like, sir, I'm going to be real honest with y'all. Like, that was a turn off, (laughs) not a turn on. Don't, if you, if you trying to get with me, don't, don't twerk for me. That's not really what I'm into. Um... But, you know, more power to you. I'm sure there is someone who will love love that man um, and care for that man and his twerking. And maybe twerk with him. I'm just, you know, I'm not really into the dudes who twerk. But it's cool. It's cool, you know. Do your thing. If that makes you happy, then cool. Let it make you happy. Um. Anyway, so the trip was fun. I had a good time. Um as I said, I came back and i was i continued to have fun um <laughs> I had a little birthday situation that I had to celebrate last week also over the weekend and I ended up just going here there and everywhere and around town and um what did I do? I went to uh there's this adult mini golf spot. In the city. I think they're they have them in a couple other cities too, but it's supposed to be like this upscale, adult-only mini golfing experience. It's called Swingers, I believe. I posted it on my TikTok if anybody's interested in it. Um, but I went there and I had a blast. There were bars, you could get drinks delivered to whatever hole you were at, you could get food. I mean it was just the vibes the music was great they played like a lot of 80s dance music the vibes were just perfect so perfect i had so much fun um i did a couple other things that you know i'm not gonna bore y'all with that um i didn't even i guess i didn't even mention new year's eve uh i rang in the new year very quietly um that's like I said, I'm like on chill vibes these days. I rang in the new year very quietly, you know, with my little my little thing thing. <laughs> I rang in the new year very quietly. <laughs> oh, sometimes you don't know what to call. It doesn't even matter. So I did that, that was cool. And then, yeah, a couple of days later, vacation happened. And then it was just like a lot of things moving fast the first two weeks of the year. I have no complaints. But then last week happened and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I am going through it. I <laughs> felt so overwhelmed. Um, but I'm happy to say at least that part of things is over. Like I said, I'm still, I'm dealing with some sort of, stomach virus or something like that and it is it has been kicking my ass today is the first day where i really felt like for the most part felt like myself enough for me to do certain things i'm like all right let me make a to-do list and not like a work to-do list but like a my extracurricular activities to-do list like what do i need to do um i know that i've been teasing the merch and <laughs> I told y'all I have a problem with trying to make things perfect. So I, of course, went back to the drawing board and came up with some new ideas that I wanted to include uh, with the merch. Um, I think I'm going to do them in waves, though. So they're not all coming at the same time. But, yes, that is still coming. I did not lie. It does exist. Y'all have seen the mug. Y'all know (laughs) that it exists. That is not just like something that you know. I mean, somebody had made for me nothing like that. It really is uh, merch that I have coming. But I just I've I've kind of been uh, focusing on other things and also trying to shake it up a little bit when it comes to the merch because um, I thought about it and I was I felt I felt for a while that it was missing something. So I wanted to go back and kind of play around with a few ideas. So I'm working on that and that should be around soon and when it officially, I'm not gonna bring it up again after this until it officially officially is live and ready for y'all to uh, partake if you are interested. Um, But I wanted to mention it because I know that I've brought it up a couple times already so there's that that i've been i had to add that to the to-do list because there were a couple things i needed to do there there's just a bunch of things that now have bottlenecked and i'm like all right i need to it's wednesday there should be a pot out today not only that i have this content that i told y'all was coming which by the way by this weekend you will have uh at least the first uh installment of my best man recaps. That is happening. I did, I did, I did tease that I was going to do something with the best man and that is it. I will be doing recaps. Um, so look out for that. And yeah, I think that covers everything, um, up to where we are now. Um, so things have happened over the past few weeks and Some of it we'll talk about, some of it we won't talk about. I think that some of it is important enough to mention, but I'm not gonna deep dive into it. Um, it's just not really, like we don't really need to do that. Um, so let's jump right in, you know, with a little Petty or Arnaud. Petty Arnaud this week is the text and Disappear. <laughs> this drives me crazy. I don't even like to text, but this shit drives me crazy. Don't text me something that requires a response. And I text you back and my response requires a response and you disappear for hours. Text me when you have time. That's it. Just text me when you have time. I really don't understand. Like, okay, I'm sure there are extenuating circumstances where it is just not possible to respond right away. And that's fine. That's fine. But you know who you are. Y'all know who y'all are, the ones that send a text. Hey, what time are we meeting tonight? 7 o'clock, but actually I was wondering if we could, can you let me know if, That's probably a bad example because the other perspective of that is, well, I was just texting you to ask you the time. And if you, if you text me back the time, if I'm expecting you to just text me back the time, maybe I don't need to look at my message right away. So that's not a good example. I will give y'all that. But again, y'all know who y'all are, the people who send a text and then, you know, wherever it is you go, <laughs> you get a response and you disappear. What the fuck is that? Text when you have time. Just text when you have time. Like, thank you for sending the text. But where'd you go? Or like something really good and juicy, like not necessarily gossip, but something really good that's like, oh shit, did you see this? And you respond, and then the and you get excited because they're excited, and then the person just disappears. One of my homeboys (laughs) is notorious, notorious for the texting ghost. It is crazy. Like He he can't help himself. He's just like, let me send this text real quick. Did you see this article? Or did you, you know, whatever. Or, oh, this, 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 and that. And then just disappears. That actually makes me think I haven't spoken to him way long. I need to hit him up and see how he's doing. But... I just thought about it and I was like, well, but what the fuck? Like, why? Text when you have time. Save it. Save it for later. And then you know, because sometimes, it. And and don't get me wrong, there are plenty of text messages that don't warrant a response. There are plenty of text messages that are just like an FYI only and they don't want a response. I'm not saying I respond to every single text message. I'm saying that there are very specific types of texts that people send and then they disappear. And I just wanna know why, like, why do y'all do that? What is what is that about? Why is, what is the, where's the, Then then there shouldn't be any urgency in your text because now, I'm trying to match your urgency, and then it's like, okay, I just know the person's gonna text me back soon. An hour goes by, you look at your phone like, wait, but what? What happened to them? Nine times out of ten, for those specific people, nothing happened. They just disappeared. They just did a text ghost. I don't know if that's what it's called. I'm calling it that. But yeah, that's my petty or not. Just like, why? I don't. I don't really understand. I'm sure I'm guilty of it too. I'm sure I've done it. I just feel like people get really busy. Now I'm shooting everybody some bail. I feel like people get really busy throughout their day or people have things going on and they try to multitask. Some people don't multitask well, which is another factor and I think that all comes into play here. Um, But it was something I thought about and you know, I wanted to get it off my chest. We haven't done a real petty petty or not in a long time. Um, I've been kind of going easy, but I feel like in 2023, I'm going to bring back the pettiest of pettier naws. okay? Why not? Like, let's you know, let, let's 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 call it out. Let's let's talk about it. I, you know, I'm I'm here. I I'm showing up to Pod. So, let's get ready. But anyway, moving right along. Um, things we're not going to talk about. Cuz there's a couple of things that I just feel like we ain't even gotta go there, so we're not gonna talk about the president and his classified documents that are in places they shouldn't be. We won't talk about the former vice president uh, who just today actually turned turned over some documents of his own. Um, we're not gonna talk about that. Um, Y'all know I try to stay away from those types of things as much as possible Um, but I think that you know there's a lot of buzz about it because uh, of the way that things are being handled under the Biden administration and the way that things were handled under the Trump administration so um, yeah we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, What we're also not gonna talk about uh, is Uh, Carisha and Golden Showers, I just really don't care. Um, I don't care. (laughs) I don't. I, you know, more power to her, but we're just not gonna speak about that. Uh, I know that we have spoken about her and Diddy, um, recently. So I figured that maybe there are people who would expect me to talk about this. I'm not gonna talk about that. I'm also not going to talk about the fact that Stephen A. Smith has no business comparing Beyonce and Rihanna. I'm not going to talk about that either because I think that's obvious. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to get those things out of the way and mention them in case that's what you came here for. Those are not topics that we are going to be discussing today. Um, But let's get to something that we will discuss. I'm not, oh, I guess I should also say while we're on what we're not talking about. I'm not gonna go too crazy with the Golden Globes talk. I feel like everybody by now has already talked you to death about the Golden Globes and what went down at the Golden Globes. So I'm gonna just mention a few key points because it happens and we did not talk about it yet. And I just think it's important for us to circle back because there was so much blackity blackness on the Golden Globes. Uh, they came back this year after being on hiatus uh, because it turned out that, you know, uh, it was discovered that there was a lot of racial bias uh, on the board. So they took some time and they decided to figure it out and come back and try to diversify the, sh- the, the awards ceremony in the award system. And uh, Gerard Carmichael, who we talked about a few months ago, um, I watched his stand-up which I thought was really good, Uh, he hosted and that was weird. Um, It was weird, I didn't really care for it, but I don't think that someone with his type of humor was the right person for this role. I think he did what he could and some of it was funny but a lot of it did not land um so that's fine uh but the important things, the things that the two things that I wanted to point out was Quinta Brunson winning for Abbott Elementary. That's uh, first of all Abbott Elementary is a really good show. I'm not really too much into sitcoms these days but Abbott Elementary is funny as fuck. So yes I have seen it I don't think I've talked about it in what I'm watching but I have seen Abbott Elementary I do keep up with it I don't watch it every week but I kind of stockpile a couple of episodes at a time and then watch it and it's a good show definitely check it out um in that same vein I believe Tyler James what is his last name Tyler James Williams I think um he won an award as well, so good for him. Um, Angela Bassett won for Wakanda Forever, which we have to actually like. We we need to pivot a little bit about this Wakanda Forever thing. Um, so Angela Bassett won for that, and I wanted to bring up. I saw someone posted uh, that Ryan Coogler uh, learned how to swim just for Wakanda Forever. By now, you guys have had to have seen *Wakanda Forever*, and if you haven't, because you're waiting on streaming, that's your problem. I'm going to say things that happened in the movie, and I don't really care. So, a lot of the scenes in *Wakanda Forever* are in water. Um, Part of the, a big part of the storyline is this uh, uh, community that lives underwater so you get a lot of water scenes. When Namor rose up from the water by the way (laughs) for the first time I was like oh okay all right (laughs) I saw Wakanda forever in 3d okay it was like in your face anyway so so I get it. I get why he would want to do that. I just think it's really cool. I don't know if I could have done that. I can't swim. I would love to learn how to swim. I've thought about, I've considered taking adult swim lessons, but I don't know how that would work. I don't know how that would work. I wish that I had learned as a kid. There's reasons why I don't know how to swim. but. I wish that I would have learned as a kid because now as an adult, I'm like, oh, I feel like as an adult, you think about all of the possibilities and like all of the things that could go wrong or or, or all of the reasons why you shouldn't do something. And when you're a kid, you're just like, let me do it. Um But yeah, it's something I've considered, but this is kind of inspiring so to, to hear that. He did it for his movie he did it so he could direct his movie so he could be right in the water with him, with them and i think that was super cool especially when you see some of the water scenes my god if you have not seen the movie go see the movie i mean anyway um so 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 yeah, just wanted to make that note and mention that because I just thought that was a really cool fact. Um, but while we're on awards, um, I know the Golden Globes happened. We know a lot of other people want to. I don't want to act like they're not important. But again, I just feel like everybody has talked about the Golden Globes at this point and we're a little bit late. So it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense to, to go too deep into it. But Oscar nominations came out this week. And I remember telling you guys when I saw The Woman King, I said, this was a great film. I could totally see why this would be nominated for awards. Um, I expected it to be nominated for every award possible. Woman King was a phenomenal movie. I would even say between Wakanda Forever and Woman King and y'all know I hate to compare things like this but between the two films and they're very they're they're very different but they're similar in some ways so i would say that Woman King was the superior film. Like if you had to put them in a voting category, I would argue that Woman King was the superior film. People may not agree with me. I don't, that that's, to disagree with your mom. I just feel like the way it was done, the, the fight scenes, like those women were bad ass badass. I don't see how this movie could get snubbed for Oscar nominations and that is exactly what happened. So I don't get it. I don't get it. Y'all had nothing for Viola Davis. Y'all had nothing for The Woman King as a film on the whole. You had nothing for any of the other actresses that acted their asses off in Woman King? Really? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know I don't, how, 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 how? Tell me, explain it to me. Explain it to me, because I don't understand. They were not nominated. I'm not I'm not talking about any of, of the other nominations because this is the thing that I care about and this is the thing that it matters to me. So somebody explain it to me. Cause I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. <sighs> anyway, let's keep going and talking about, you know, black girls and their things because the Black girls are doing it, and they deserve to collect all their things. Um, Shirley Ralph, uh, who is also in Abbott Elementary, and we talked about her winning an Emmy. I think it was an Emmy Um, a while back for Abbott Elementary, but she just got announced as performing Lift Every Voice and Sing at the Super Bowl. That's pretty cool. That is pretty amazing. The Super Bowl is coming up soon. It'll be here in a cup, just a, a few short weeks, uh, I believe. It's on the twelfth. You know, I'm not really a football person. Big game doesn't really appeal to me like that. I'll watch it because you know that's what people do on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, but really, I'll I'll be there for Rihanna and Shirley Ralph now. Uh I just really, I'm one of those people when it comes to sports that I'm truly there to just see and be seen. I don't don't care about what is going on in the game. Honestly, I don't know who's playing in the Super Bowl. I'm assuming by now we know who's playing in the Super Bowl. Do we? We should, right? It's 125. We should definitely know who's playing in the Super Bowl. I don't know. And usually the only reason I do know is for work. And that has not come up. So... I don't know if y'all need to know who's playing in the Super Bowl then you know Google is your friend but I'm not so that is happening speaking of performances while we're here Beyonce just performed in Dubai it was in the opening of the Atlantis Hotel in Dubai Everybody is talking about it. The visuals are pretty cool. I did not watch. I saw no footage of Beyonce performing. So I have no idea what she did up there. But I thought it was I thought it was a cool thing that she was doing. And she was kind of out and about there. And I know that the Beehive girlies are waiting for Beyonce to announce a tour. And I saw a lot of memes <laughs> saying, not Beyonce going to Dubai without giving us tour dates. I thought that was hilarious where Beyonce was like y'all gotta wait, I got things to do, they invited me, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to this and perform. So good luck to the Beehive girlies, you know, um, I hope that you get your tour soon. I could actually be convinced to go to a Beyonce tour these days because I'm curious and I know everyone and I mean everyone and anyone that I have ever spoken to who has gone to a Beyoncé concert and has, has said that they have had the time of their life that she is just an incredible performer. So I wouldn't mind, you know, being a part of that. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm not going to pay $2,000 for a ticket, but you know, if the circumstances were right I, I'd go see Beyoncé, I'd go, I'd go see her, you know, I'd go see her. Um, Moving along from all this celebrity stuff though, I kind of wanted to bring up a topic that uh, I saw a Travel Noir post. Um, it, they posted a story, and I hope I get the story right, uh, about a woman who... Um, the question was, is this woman wrong for taking a trip without her boyfriend because he forgot his passport? <laughs> um. So basically the backstory is... They lived together and I guess he's known for losing things and forgetting things. So it appears for a period of time she made copies of his documents and her documents just in case, you know, if you lose your passport but you have the paper copy or the electronic copy, depending on where you go, that might be a sufficient, um, Piece of identification so she apparently had hard copies of his documents as a just in case. I understand keeping the documents if you guys are traveling together but don't totally understand keeping those documents just on a regular day. He, he's a man not a child and I just feel like this is odd but whatever or even if it's like okay i'm gonna put all of our documents in a safe place but it was just weird that she was walking around with documents anyway whatever so apparently she was walking around with the documents he calls her one day she's at work and says um he forgot something he forgot like copies that he or couldn't find his electronic copies of some document that he needed I don't know if it was exactly his passport but something and she was like oh I have hard copies of it that I keep on me and he was like well what the fuck are you keeping hard copies of my uh ID on you like what is that why are you doing that I guess he didn't know which also is weird because like why am I holding on to his documents if he doesn't know that I'm holding his documents that's just a little odd but it's fine like he sounds more like a child than a man and that's what confuses me about this story but anyway let's let's go with it so he gets upset and he's like I don't want you carrying around my documents like that that's you know I'm not with that I don't like that I don't really understand why you were doing this unbeknownst to me so she gets frustrated and she's like okay fuck it you don't want me touching your documents. It's cool. You're right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deal with your documents no more. You can take care of all of your documents. If you lose it, you lose it. If you don't, I don't really care. Whatever. Okay. That was that. Fast forward. <laughs> They're supposed to be traveling together. They get to the airport, and I hope I'm telling the story right. They get to the airport and he doesn't have his passport. She no longer has the documents on her, so she can't show it to them. And she decides that she's gonna go on the trip anyway because she has her passport, she's ready to go, she's at the airport. There is now this debate happening on whether she should have gone ahead on the trip or went back home with him. Now, I don't really know I don't really remember if he joined her later, but I think that part of it is most important. Like, did you lose your passport to the point where there is no passport at all? Or is your passport just at home? Because if your passport is at home, then okay, like I'd be kind of annoyed that you weren't coming with me. I'd be kind of annoyed that we had to go late, but I would still maybe go home with this guy and, you know, help him find his passport. And then we go back to the airport, we get on the next flight out. But then I'm thinking to myself also, you fucked up with the documents. But then I feel like she was treating him like a child. But maybe he needed to be like, I just feel like certain relationships just, anyway so i want to say that would i get on the plane if it's my man and the person i live with i feel like i would kind of take the time from him like i would want him to say you know what you go ahead And you start the trip without me. Also, it kind of depends on what the trip is. What's the nature of the trip? Is this a vacation? Because if it's a vacation, why the fuck am I leaving without you? That doesn't really make sense to me. But are we meeting our friends there? Because if we are, I think I'll leave and go ahead. And you come later because you fucked up. Also, not to treat anyone like a child, but usually somebody... Whoever I'm traveling with, usually there's somebody who sends a text like, don't forget your passport. Make sure you grab your passport before you leave the house or the night before. Did you pack your passport? I feel like that's a conversation that happens a lot between me and people I travel with. And maybe we just like fuck with each other like that. I don't know. But I feel like if me and him were leaving the house, like the one thing that I have anxiety about is when I'm on my way to the airport, I double check my bag for my passport maybe five times. And I know I checked it before I left. Usually I have an Uber come get me. So I'll get downstairs in the Uber and I'll be like, wait, please don't pull off yet. And I'll look for my passport. And as long as I can feel it, it's in my bag. I'm like, we were ready to go. So I kind of feel like why didn't at some point on the way to the airport, why didn't anyone realize the passport wasn't there? I don't understand. I'm a little bit confused about that because I feel like that could be alleviated whether you were holding documents for someone or not. Also, if you're traveling as a pair, like, yeah, maybe there is a person who's designated to be the responsible person and hold the passports or something like that. It's kind of weird to do these days in um, the airport where you're like holding on to everybody's passport. They don't really want you to do that unless you're doing it with kids. But that would really be the only thing that, I don't think I would be keeping that man's documents. I'm sorry, I'm stuck on that part. Cause I'm like, whoa, is he not a responsible man? Do you fuck around with, like your man is not responsible? Like that's a red flag though. No? I don't know. I think I would have left him if it was or if it was like a family trip and like we were going to meet my family uh like my family was gonna be there and we were getting on the plane and they were going. I feel like if I was gonna be alone in the situation I probably would not leave and I would probably wait for him but I feel like if there were other people that we were meeting it kind of sucks to show up late um so if one of us shows up that's better than uh, two of us not showing up or two of us showing up late. But I would have made sure I called him as soon as I got off the plane and been like, babe, when are you going to be here tomorrow or later? Or did you get your passport? Are you back at the airport? Like what's what's going on? This man seems like when you get off the plane and you call him, he'll probably still be looking for his passport, which, sir, you got to do better. So Yeah. I don't know it it, it depends on the circumstances for me but I'm leaning on the side of if it's a me and him trip me and him are going on a trip and when me and him are prepared to go on this trip we will go together I don't think I would just leave him and go like hang out on a beach by myself on a trip that the two of us were supposed to be on because how awkward is that when he arrives and there's probably already tension now because it's just a fucked up situation so everybody's tense What do you do when he arrives? Do y'all just like pick back up and you're like okay everything's good now or is it awkward? Because then maybe he shouldn't come at all, maybe I just go on the trip by myself and that's it? But that's no fun. Um, And solo trips are amazing, they are wonderful but in this situation, if you were planning on going somewhere with somebody and then they can't go at the very last second, it puts a damper on the whole vibe. It puts a damper on the whole trip, especially if the trip has to start late. Uh, people don't get enough in the U.S. People don't get enough vacation time as it is. Like, I if I took days off for this, we got to figure this shit out. Like, what are we gonna do? And how are we gonna how are we gonna make this up? You know. But I understand shit happens. I just kinda wanted to bring that up because I was like, oof, that's a that's a good question. But what would y'all do? Let me know, put it in the comments, um, what you would do because I mean and how long we've been together too. Cause I feel like the longer your relationship is, like the more the more leeway you have with people to do certain things too. Like like did that did did this nigga really anyway i i don't know i just thought that was interesting and i i figured we should talk about it so um last thing on the agenda is what i'm watching but i have not really been watching a whole lot um i binge watched quantico over the last few weeks uh it ended in 2018 i believe um it's about Uh, rookie or FBI recruits um, while they're training at Quantico. Priyanka Chopra is um, the main character, plays the main character. She (laughs) she ends up, the the story is being told, they're like parallel stories being told So the story is set when they're actually recruited and they're in like training and then it's one year later. Uh, They're still recruits, but a lot has changed. Obviously they're not as green and there's this whole conspiracy plotline that emerges present day. And they kind of harken back to the beginning of their process in order to set up the building blocks for what we're trying to uncover present day. Season one was good. I would say it was great even. ABC is really good at doing this sort of thing. Seasons two and three The best thing about seasons two and three is Blair Underwood is a part of the, he joins the cast, which makes him interesting. Also Priyanka Chopra's presented, it, but uh, the other person that I was really fascinated by and get excited by is Anjanou um, Ellis, I believe her name is. She's such a great actress. She played, um, she played the mom? Did she play the mom on the Clark Sisters movie on Lifetime? she acted her ass off. That is not the only thing that she has done. That's just the one thing that sticks out to me right now. But she's amazing and I loved watching her in this. I'm somebody I know I will com- I I will continue to watch something even though I think it's it's strange. And the show immediately gets strange and I don't understand why it was on for so long. It was on for 3 seasons and I don't think it needed to be. It I remember hearing people talk about this show and talking about how good Quantico was but it got weird in almost immediately. Usually it takes until about season three or four of a show for it to get weird. That didn't happen. As soon as season two started I was like well I don't what is this? Why is what and why am I still watching this? Well because I can't help myself but I probably shouldn't be. This is probably a waste of my time, but I was sick part of the week (laughs) last week, so I had some extra time to watch. Um, But yeah, so that's really all I've been watching. Harlem is coming back um, soon, in the next couple of weeks. I don't remember the date right now. Harlem is coming back. There's a few shows coming back that I will be watching, but I can't remember all of them right now, so I'll remember to note them next week. Um, But yeah, that's that's really all I've been watching. Um, The last thing I want to talk about though before we go, before we wrap this up is I want to give y'all a tweet of the week because I actually remember to write it in my notebook this time. So I just want to point out that um, usually um, for tweet of the week usually it's like a a fun and, and, you know, witty tweet or, you know, something that really resonates with me and, and, and hopefully my audience. This, this week is a little, okay. So the tweet was posted by a white woman, actually. Her name is Erin Kate. She posted a video of, um, a, and normally I wouldn't do this. Normally I wouldn't like, I'll be like, oh, please mind your business. Ma'am. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not doing that this time. She posted a video of Akon declaring that life cannot be created without men. But it can't, but it can be created without women. Akon thinks, and this, by the way, was a clip from the Joe Budden podcast. I believe Akon was on the Joe Budden podcast. Uh, maybe about a month ago, if I'm not mistaken. Um, (sighs) according to Akon, if he wanted to, he could take his sperm right now and put it in an incubator, his words, not mine, and he could grow a baby. A woman can't do that. What's interesting is before he actually said that part of it, he started saying something and now I'm gonna be really honest with you guys, normally I would watch a whole segment of something to make sure that I don't take something out of context, but this is not really something that could be taken out of context. Like you could put it in context and see why he said what he said, but the fact that he thinks that you can make a baby with just sperm, doesn't make any sense whether you put it in context or not it just doesn't make any fucking sense so I didn't bother to look for the original audio or video because to me it didn't really matter but what struck me is that Sometimes people are so quick to co-sign a thought or idea before they really hear the way a person has fleshed out A thought or idea and the reason I say that is because leading up to his comment about the sperm He said something to the effect of a woman doesn't create life. They support the, the creation of life And all of the men Sitting there, immediately reacted and agreed with him. Nodded their heads. They were into it. In fact, Joe Budden even started to say, uh, "You know, I say that, and they laugh at me all the time." Okay, y'all were right there with him. And then he started saying this bullshit about how you can make a baby with just sperm. And Still, there was one one of the co-hosts was still nodding his head. And I was like, wait, nigga, what? What the fuck? You can make a baby with just sperm in an incubator? The fuck are you talking about? This is not the first time that Akon has said some shit that doesn't make sense. I'm not going to run down the shit that Akon says that doesn't make sense. But he says a lot of shit that doesn't make sense. If you want to find it, you go on the internet and find it. So while I'm not surprised that it was Akon who said it, I'm just surprised that anyone has said it. Because how? How? How do you not know? How do you not know? Like, human sexuality is a course that you take somewhere in your schooling very early on. You don't need to go to college for it. I think they teach some version of it in junior high, I guess I'm taking for granted too that uh, Akon maybe went to school during those years, I really don't know because maybe some people didn't, but how does he know, he's a grown ass fucking man, I'm pretty sure Akon is older than me, how does Akon not know? and who's gonna tell him? Did anyone tell him after that? This is the first time I'm seeing this and this happened uh, probably a month ago so maybe Akon knows by now that you need eggs (laughs) to make babies. I just, What is he talking about? That wasn't that wasn't technically the tweet that was the video that went with the tweet. Uh, The person stitched Stitched it. I'm not really sure if she was the one who stitched it or if it was someone else who stitched it. But the actual tweet said, um, help me understand the level of stupidity. Akon really said this with confidence. Hashtag can't make this up. Hashtag Akon. Hashtag that's not how this works. This person is absolutely right. That is not how, that is not how creating life works. It's just not. It's just not. But some of y'all want really badly to be able to say fuck women. So you make up dumb shit in order to be able to say fuck women. And all you've done is made yourself look stupid. You made yourself look like a jackass. That's really all it is. that being said, that is (laughs) the first episode of the year of Hardly Minding My Business. I will be back. There will be recaps coming soon. Please follow me on social media at Hardly Minding My Business. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel um, so that you can get these this video and more. Um, And yeah, I will see y'all soon. Bye.